From Islamic Finance News, the world's leading Islamic finance news provider, this is IFN Podcast. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Mr. Andrew Morgan and Mr. Andrew Tabbert from Bread Money and Islamic Finance News. Distinguished guests, ladies and gentlemen. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh and a very good morning to all. Welcome to the Securities Commission Malaysia and to the Fifth Islamic Sustainable Finance and Investment Asia Forum. I would like to thank Islamic Finance News sponsors and partners for making this forum possible and for inviting me to speak this morning. This forum serves as an important platform for the exchange of ideas and collaboration. And by bringing together diverse perspectives, we can work to advance further the Islamic finance agenda. The World Economic Forum's Global Risk Report this year highlighted the current state of our global landscape the cost of living crisis was identified as the most severe global risk with a peak expected in the next two years. Geoeconomic confrontation and erosion of social cohesion and societal polarization are among other top 10 risks for the coming decade. As we approach the halfway point of the Paris Accords timeline, the world is still grappling with these multifaceted issues, all occurring at the same time. But we must not lose sight of our longer-term goals. In September, world leaders at the UN General Assembly unanimously adopted a sweeping political declaration reaffirming their shared commitment to end poverty and hunger. Other areas include combating inequalities and building peaceful societies that leave no one behind. Moreover, there is an urgent need for action to address the challenges of climate change and social inequality. The world needs to quickly move to meet the Sustainable Development Goals, SDGs. Towards this end, the finance and investment industry has a unique opportunity to contribute to solutions by directing more capital towards sustainable and inclusive projects. By channeling investments into renewable energy, green infrastructure, and social impact initiatives, the industry can play a crucial role in driving positive change and accelerating progress towards meeting the ESG objectives. Ladies and gentlemen, allow me to share some statistics on Malaysia's performance based on the recently issued UN SDG 2023 report. Malaysia ranks 78 out of 166 countries, 
with a country score of 69.9%. This is slightly higher than the regional average of 67.2%. Only 36.6% of Malaysia's SDG targets have been met or are on track, with the remaining 63.4% showing limited progress or even worsening. These numbers highlight the critical issues we face and emphasize the need for continuous action. Perhaps now is the moment for us to capitalize on the close alignment between Sharia principles and sustainability. As we know, both offers cross-leveraging opportunities to benefit from each other's strengths to better address global sustainability issues. In the Islamic finance space, we are seeing an increase in the availability of sustainability-related products. This includes the introduction of ESG Sharia indices and funds, the establishment of the world's first Islamic voluntary carbon market, and a surge in the issuances of sustainability-related sukuk. This trend highlights the potential for Islamic finance to play a significant role in financing sustainable development projects globally. Therefore, the Islamic capital market, ICM, must be scaled up to meet this challenge. To do this, it is necessary to build a vibrant and robust ICM ecosystem, supported by several key elements, including a facilitative regulatory framework and active collaborations among like-minded like parties. Facilitative frameworks will help the ICM develop and accelerate innovation in the area of sustainability. Our commitment to the SDGs has remained steadfast. Over the past few years, the SC introduced various key initiatives with sustainable and responsible investment, SRI, as a main focus. For example, the SC's Wakaf Featured Fund Framework has been a significant step forward in promoting social finance. This initiative aims to channel Waka funds into investments that have a positive impact on society. In terms of active collaborations, Malaysia has benefited from supportive ministries and government agencies, as well as good working relationships with other regulatory bodies regionally, through the ASEAN Capital Market Forum, for instance, to build climate resilience and strengthen sustainable finance. Malaysia has also achieved global rankings in sustainability and knowledge due to a deep pool of talent and experts from the market, academia, and Sharia advisors. The SC's commitment to facilitating and regulating sustainable and ethical investment practices in Malaysia means we are ready to collaborate, guide, and support all our stakeholders on this journey. 
Ladies and gentlemen, these collaborations have indeed helped Malaysia's progress in its sustainability journey. Beginning in 2015, with Khazana Suku Ehsan issuance, right up to the first fund under the SC's Waka Feature Fund Framework in 2022. It has helped to mobilize funds to address social and environmental concerns, thereby contributing to the country's SDGs. In between, progress was sustained through continuous efforts to widen and deepen offerings. The world's first green sukuk in 2017 for renewable projects and Malaysia's Chagamas inaugural ASEAN Sustainability SRI sukuk and Islamic medium-term issuance in 2020 have all contributed towards the achievement of multiple SDGs. Last year, outstanding SRI bonds and sukuk stood at 297 billion ringgit with SRI suku accounting for 18 billion ringgit. In the same year, we also saw 58 SRI funds issued, with 20 of them being Islamic. Malaysia's regional contribution to the sustainability agenda is also evident. In 2022, Malaysia's issuances constituted 24% of the total sustainable sukuk issued under the ASEAN standards. This makes Malaysia the leading issuer in ASEAN, highlighting our Islamic finance capacity and sustainability commitment in the region. Ladies and gentlemen, for us to play a bigger role in becoming an international ICM hub, we must harness Islamic finances' value propositions to meet climate and societal goals. This includes bringing the nation closer to net zero by 2050 and reducing poverty and inequalities by 2027. Additionally, with developing countries facing a $4 trillion funding gap in sustainable investments, we see further opportunities to use Islamic finance and the ICM to bridge this financial gap. I'd like to touch on three ideas of how we can move forward to drive change and address these gaps. Firstly, there's a need for greater awareness on the role of finance in addressing climate issues and how ICM can offer a win-win solution. We need to help people understand that addressing climate change requires compromises and looking at things that goes beyond profits. When making financial and investment decisions, we must also consider the people and the planet. Focusing on awareness or educational programs with targeted messages through traditional and more creative platforms can certainly help to achieve this. Secondly, we should promote innovation in the sustainability segment and leverage more social finance tools <coughs> to meet the S under the ESG. This is best shown by WACAF. It has a huge amount of potential 
to support social impact projects. Given that the estimated value of WACAF assets is 1.3 trillion ringgit in Malaysia. I encourage the private sector to consider this Islamic structure and look into more ways to infuse social finance in traditional financial instruments while also leveraging on the existing SRI and SRI link frameworks and grants. Thirdly, broadening the ICM ecosystem is crucial to better support the transition to net zero for micro, small and medium enterprises, MSMEs. As of now, ECF and P2P platforms raised around 4.4 billion ringgit, benefiting over 7,200 MSMEs. MSMEs contribute to a significant portion of the nation's GDP at 37%. Moving forward, more needs to be done to broaden the depth and breadth of alternative platforms to help MSMEs raise capital and transition towards energy efficiency and social change. Last week, the SC signed an MOU, MOU with SME Corp to assist MSME's sustainability transition as well as corporate governance practices. The Securities Commission has recently established its Board Committee on Sustainability to underscore our commitment on the sustainability journey. The SE is also currently working on guiding principles focused on Makasit al-Sharia. This will encompass social finance, impact investing, SRI, Islamic funds, and wealth management. We are also looking at the possibility of establishing an Islamic social exchange to further integrate Islamic finance into sustainable development and social finance. We hope this will attract greater interest in these areas in Malaysia, which will lead to more socially beneficial outcomes. Ladies and gentlemen, in closing, I would like to reiterate that Islamic finance and sustainability are not mutually exclusive but rather complementary aspects of our financial ecosystem. The global demand for responsible stewardship and ethical investment has never been greater, and the Islamic finance community is well positioned to lead this charge. On that note, I would like to express my appreciation and gratitude to all the distinguished speakers, panelists, and attendees here today. I'm confident that their contributions will help enrich our understanding and ignite our imagination for a more inclusive and sustainable landscape. To the organizers, sponsors, and partners who have made this forum possible, your dedication to promoting Islamic finance is highly commendable. And we look forward to working together in the years to come. Thank you, and I wish you all productive sessions ahead. Wassalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.
Thank you for listening. For more discussions on the Islamic finance industry, log on to www.islamicfinancenews.com. You can also listen to IFN Podcast on your favorite platforms, including iTunes and Spotify.